Section two of Starved Rock, a historical sketch by Eaton G. Osman. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Veronica Jenkins. Section two The Discoverers and the Discovery. The Discoverers. A fiery soul which, working out its way, fretted the puny body to decay, and o'er informed the tenement of clay. Marquette is one of the most interesting, as he is one of the most conspicuous figures of Northwestern discovery. The scion of an industrious family of French sheriffs and soldiers, whose later generations furnished three sons to die in the cause of American liberty as soldiers in the armies of our French allies in the war for independence. Jacques, born at Léon in 1637, was destined to be the most celebrated of his race, as well as the last of that long line of priestly explorers and Christian martyrs whose names and deeds are the crown of glory of the Canadian Church. At the age of seventeen Marquette entered the Society of Jesus and became a teacher. Later he chose a foreign missionary's career and was sent to Canada, 1666. At Three Rivers he devoted himself so assiduously to the study of Indian languages that he soon mastered six of the root tongues with most of their dialects. It is probable that no man of his time had a more complete mastery of the Indian languages of the Northwest than Marquette. This learning soon came to be of immense value to him. From Three Rivers he went, 1668, to Sault de Saint-Marie, where, with Dablon, his father superior, he built a church. In 1669 he went to La Pointe at the western end of Lake Superior, where he met with some of the Illinois tribes who had gone thither to trade, and who, he wrote, are of apparently good disposition. They urged him to come among them, and he longed to do so, but Indian wars not only prevented his taking this step, but moreover drove him back to the Straits, where he built a chapel at St. Inez, the first sylvan shrine to Catholicity at Mackinac. To this laborious post, the pious priest condemned himself happy though suffering all things if as opportunity offered he might but have the blessed privilege of opening by the baptismal sacrament the doors of bliss to the dying infant or more aged repenting sinner here he remained until summoned sixteen seventy two to join joliet in the discovery and exploration of the mississippi Joliet is one of the lesser stars in the galaxy of American explorers and pioneers, a man who had no contemporary biographer. Dr. John Gilmary Shea, by infinite labor, has been able to make but a bare outline sketch of his career, from which we obtain the following facts. The son of a wagon maker, Joliet was born in Canada in 1645, he was educated for the priesthood, but withdrew from the Society of Jesus to become a fur trader. He had, perhaps, says Dr. Shea, no distinct elements of character to raise him to greatness, but he appears to have been a man of considerable learning, which he ultimately turned to good account. In his travels as a fur trader, he obtained a thorough mastery of the Algonquin language and its dialects. Dablon says he was a man of the tact and prudence necessary to carry him through the Indian country, and furthermore he had a courage to fear nothing where all is to be feared. He had, prior to 1673, performed many perilous missions for his old friends, the Jesuits at Quebec, 
and had once been sent by the colonial government also to explore the copper mines of lake superior of which talon the intendant had heard many rumors the immediate object of the journey failed of attainment but the journey itself was one of great value in other respects he had but returned from this adventure in the west when sixteen seventy two he was commissioned by governor frontenac to find and explore the mississippi the discovery the wind blew fair the white foam flew the furrows followed free we were the first that ever burst into that silent sea the ancient mariner the voyage of marquette and joliet joliet reached point saint Ines from quebec on december eighth sixteen seventy two with his instructions from governor frontenac father marquette's journal of this memorable voyage thus refers to joliet's arrival the day of the immaculate conception of the holy virgin whom i had continually invoked since coming to the country of the ottawas do obtain from god the favor of being enabled to visit the nations on the river mississippi this very day was precisely that on which Monsieur Joliet arrived with orders to go with him on this discovery. I was all the more delighted with this news, because I saw my plans about to be accomplished, and found myself in the happy necessity of exposing my life for the salvation of all those tribes, especially the Illinois, who, when I was in Saint-Esprit, had begged me very earnestly to bring the word of God among them. Champlain had founded Quebec in 1608, thus laying the cornerstone of New France, and building the hive, whence poured the swarm of heroic Recollet and Jesuit fathers, who, within the next thirty-five years, pushed their examination of the interior of the continent to the farthest limits of the St. Lawrence and the Great Lakes, and as the missions were pushed farther and farther westward, the annual relations of the missionaries seldom failed to contain mention of the great water to the still farther west of which the good father's indian flocks gave them information if then they had not themselves actually seen the river prior to sixteen seventy three the fathers knew perfectly where it would be found and many details of the route to it so that when joliet and marquette were commissioned by talon to explore the river they had only to follow a well-known path to find it nevertheless during the winter following joliet's meeting with marquette the two explorers made every preparation for their voyage gathering information from the indians concerning their route and the people they might encounter determined writes marquette that if our enterprise was hazardous it should not be foolhardy on may seventeenth sixteen seventy three the explorers sent out from st Ines, accompanied by five voyageurs all in two birch-bark canoes for the voyage they carried indian corn and some jerked meat as well as suitable goods as presents to the natives to be met on the way at the outset marquette placed the enterprise under the patronage of the immaculate virgin promising that if she granted them success the river should be named the conception this pledge he strove to keep but an indian word the very meaning of which has been disputed is its designation ascending the fox river of wisconsin crossing the portage to the wisconsin and descending that river on june seventeenth they found themselves probably first of white men except groliers and radisson since de soto's companions fled from the midnight burial of their chief on the bosom of the father of waters we shall not follow them as they descended the mighty flood to a point below the mouth of the arkansas 
having satisfied themselves that the river did not flow to the sea of virginia but to the gulf of mexico they turned back july seventeenth to the north when they again reached the mouth of illinois riviere de divine having been told by the indians that here was the more direct route to the lac de illinois they entered and followed it to the northeast delighted with the stream and the country it watered we had never seen anything like this river writes marquette for the richness of the soil the prairies and woods the buffaloes the elks the deer the wild cats the bustards the wild geese the ducks the paroquets and even the beavers it is made up of little lakes and little rivers that upon which we voyaged is wide deep and gentle for sixty-five leagues in ascending the river marquette records one stop with the peorias and illinois tribe the location not being mentioned but he says he here baptized a dying infant a little while before it died by an admirable providence for the salvation of its innocent soul the tender record of undoubtedly the first baptism on illinois river higher up the stream the voyagers found a village of the illinois called kaskaskia containing seventy-four cabins where says marquette they were kindly received by the inhabitants who he adds compelled me to promise to return and instruct them the village was located on the north bank of the illinois river under the early morning shadow of starved rock and marquette's record is thus the first mention in history of a place which has since become famous in the annals of western discovery the discoverers remained at kaskaskia but a short time and then one of the chiefs with his young men escorted them to the lake via the chicago portage whence they returned at last to green bay from which they had set out in the beginning of june the great discovery by joliet and marquette did not at first prompt the french to any schemes for planting colonies to cultivate the rich lands of the mississippi valley and a plan of settlement proposed by joliet was rejected by the court it was only when the activity of the english in new york menaced the french fur trade that the struggle for dominion in the mississippi valley and the career of la salle began end of section two recorded by veronica jenkins in ottawa illinois